0: You know what? This world is passing away. But for us who have been baptized in the name of Jesus, filled with the Holy Ghost, evidenced by speaking in tongues as He gives the utterance, this passing away of the world does not make us sad at all. On the contrary, it makes us quite glad. Jesus said in Matthew 24:35, Heaven and earth are shall pass away. But my words shall not pass away. Mm -hmm. So he says, heaven, the atmosphere that surrounds the earth and the earth, the planet that was intended to be the eternal dwelling place for humanity and be in fellowship with God, shall pass away. Mm -hmm. And we're not ignorant to why. Mm. We know why. We clearly understand that the passing away of this earth is the result of one man's decision. One man's choice to disobey God. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered the world and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. That's Romans 5.12. So he says, by one man sin entered the world, and this sin that entered the world shall cause the inevitable death of the world. So what this tells us then is that the passing away of this world is the direct result of one man's choice. Hmm. Now, I just said, although this world is passing away, we aren't sad. We're glad. We're glad because it is the fulfillment of what our Lord and Savior said would happen. We just heard him say, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. He says, my words shall not pass away. So if heaven and earth shall pass away, but the word of God shall not pass away, then the word is more enduring than material things. The word of God is enduring. To endure is to survive in the face of difficulty. The word of God is enduring. The word of God faced the difficulty of the cross. We'll come back to that in just a minute. Now to show you how enduring the Word of God is, Isaiah 55:10, Isaiah 55:10, the Lord says, "For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth and make it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and breath to the eater, so shall my word be." that goeth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. So the Lord is telling us just how enduring his word is and how sure his word is. Rain, snow, and heaven and earth, these are products of his word. The grain that grows from the earth is a product of his word. All of these natural elements are the products and accomplishments of his word. And we know this is true because John 1, one says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God and all things were made by him, the word. And without him, the word was not anything made that was made. So what this means is that all the natural elements that we see in this world are products of the word of God and the Lord says, just as these products are proof of my accomplishments, my word, you can read, you can read, you can, you can be certain that whatever I send my word to do, it shall accomplish what I send it to do. My word shall not return unto me void. My word, the potential in my word shall be actualized. My word is sure. My word will endure. Nothing can stop the progress or the prosperity of my word. My word shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. So we can't help them but ask. What was the word of God sent to accomplish Psalm 107 20 Psalm 107 20 he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. So the word of God was sent to accomplish healing and deliverance but notice healed and delivered are past tense which means that when he sent the word, it was impossible for it not to accomplish what he sent it to do. As a matter of fact, healed and, and, and delivered means that it had already been done. Right. Now, we just saw in the text of John 1, 1, it says word was capitalized, right? Which indicates that the word was and is the being of God. And we know this is true because he says the word was God. And in verse 14 he goes on to say and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth. So the prophecies now of the word in Isaiah and Psalm point directly to the being of God in the body of Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus is the word made flesh. Now Today we celebrate what? Palm Sunday. The day Jesus revealed his messianic purpose. This is the day the world saw the word of God that was sent to heal and deliver. This is the day that the world saw the word of God in the flesh that came to heal and to deliver. John twelve twelve, John 12, 12. John 12, 12. On the next day, much people that were come to the feast when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. They took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried, Hosanna. Blessed is the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. So the word that came to heal and deliver was acknowledged by the common people as the king of Israel the one who would deliver them from oppression and restore the kingdom of Israel. The word came in the name of the Lord. Isaiah 42, 8. Isaiah 42, 8. God says, I am the Lord. That is my name. 43:11. God says, I, even I am the Lord. And beside me, there is no other savior. Beside me, there is no other savior. In Hebrew, Savior is Yasha, one who rescues and delivers. In Greek, Savior is the one who rescues and delivers is Iesus. Iesus in the Greek. In English, the one who rescues and delivers is Jesus. So the people acknowledged that Jesus, the King of Israel, had come and that he came into the name, came in by the name of the Lord to deliver them. However, they did not know that Jesus was God manifest in the flesh. They did not know that the king of Israel was in a body of flesh named Jesus. And even though Jesus revealed to the devil that he was Lord and God, the devil didn't know it either. How do we know? Matthew 4, 7. When the devil tempted Jesus, Jesus replied saying, it is written. Thou shall not tempt the Lord thy God. He told the devil, the Lord thy God. I'm your God too. So who was the devil tempting? Jesus, who didn't, who, who told, who, who, who did Jesus tell him not to tempt? The Lord thy God. Lord thy God. Mm-hmm. Thus, not only did Jesus clearly reveal that he was God in the flesh, he revealed that he is Lord and God of the devil. Yes. But the devil neither knew it nor did he believe it. How do we know? First Corinthians two 7. First Corinthians two seven. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Here it comes. Which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. The devil didn't even know that Jesus was coming to defeat him. The devil, the prince of this world, had he known that Jesus was coming to defeat him on the cross, he would have never allowed Jesus to go to the cross. He would not realize that he was actually facilitating the crucifixion of Jesus and his own personal defeat. But this clearly shows you what the Lord says is true. My word shall not return unto me void. The potential in my word shall be actualized. My word is sure. My word shall endure. Nothing can stop the progress or prosperity of my word. My word shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing where I have sent it. For heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. So on Palm Sunday, the word of God that cannot pass away, the word of God that was sent to heal and deliver, the word that was made was made manifest by flesh revealed to the world in the name of Jesus, the Lord God, King of Israel. His word shall not pass away. Now, based on how Jesus responded to the temptation of the devil, Jesus knew what he was sent to do. Luke 532, Jesus says he came to call sinners to repentance. Luke 19.10, Jesus says he came to seek and to save that which was lost. John 3.16, Jesus says he came so that whosoever believeth in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Luke 4.18, Jesus says the spirit of the Lord has sent me to heal and deliver. Now we already heard the psalmist say he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Well, according to Luke 4.18, listen. The he that sent is the spirit of the Lord. The he that sent is the spirit of the Lord, the Holy Ghost and the his whose word it was is the Holy Ghost. And the word that the Holy Ghost sent was his holy soul in a body of flesh named Jesus. Ghost actually in the Greek is suke, which means soul. So when we say Holy Ghost, we're talking about the holy soul of God. So the holy soul of God was in the body of flesh named Jesus, the word that was made flesh. Now, of all the things God sent his word to accomplish. The foundational purpose for which Jesus came into this world of sin was to make all things new. Revelation 21, 5, Revelation 21, 5. And he that sat upon the throne said, behold, I make all things new. The he that sits on the throne is the king of Israel, the same king that rode into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. The he that sits on the throne is the human body of God. The he that sits on the throne is the word of God manifest in the flesh. The He that sits on the throne is the word that was sent to heal and deliver. The He that sits on the throne is the word that's sent to accomplish and to prosper in what it was sent to do. The He that sits on the throne is the word of God. And in the midst of the agony, in the midst of the pain, in the midst of the misery, He endured the passion of the cross. And why did He do it? Why did He endure the misery? Why did He endure the pain? Why did He endure the agony? Why did He do it? to make all things new to make all things new. The Word was whipped to make all things new. The Word was chastised to make all things new. The word bore our sins and iniquities in his own body to make all things new. The Word was nailed to a cross to make all things new. The the word was pierced in the side to make all things new. The word where his body was broken to make all things new. This blood came streaming down to make all things new. He descended into hell to make all things new. He led captivity captive to make all things new. The king of Israel hung on the cross. He suffered, he bled, and he died. Why? To make all things new. Hallelujah. 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 Because he said it and it's true. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Jesus could not pass away because he's the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Did you know that when you went down in the waters of baptism in the name of Jesus and you got filled with the Holy Ghost evidence by speaking in tongues, you are now dead to sin. You are dead to sin. You are alive in Christ. And if you're alive in Christ, how can you backslide? You cannot backslide because you're alive in Christ. You are dead to sin and alive in Christ. He said, I will keep you. He says, no one can pluck you out of my hand and no one can pluck you out of my father's hand. Why? Because my hand and my father's hand are the same hand. And I'm able to keep you from falling. I came to make all things new. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we should also live with him. Uh-huh. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more. Uh-huh. Death hath no more dominion over him. So Paul lets us know some things. First, Christ died, but he did not pass away. All right, now. Come on. Come on. He died, but he did not pass away. In other words, he could not cease to exist. Why? Because he conquered death. Next, he says, our old man is crucified with Christ. And then in verse four, he says, Uh, how the old man, our old man is crucified. He says, therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. So if our old man is crucified with Christ, then we must have a new man. And he says this new man walks. That is to say lives in the newness of life. Uh Well, we know there's a new man. Mm -hmm. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Why? Because he made all things new. That's what the word was sent to do. And what the word accomplished is that every soul baptized in the name of Jesus is in Christ. And every soul that is in Christ is a new creature. And every soul that is in Christ and a new creature, their old man is dead to sin and passed away. That's the beauty of the gospel. That even before you got baptized in the name of Jesus, you were in a body of nasty flesh. Uh You know what happened after you got baptized in the name of Jesus? Your soul was saved, but you were still in a body of sinful flesh. And the beauty of the gospel is is that even though your flesh will do what it does, the motions of your flesh will not be charged to the account of your soul because your soul is dead to sin. Hallelujah. That should make you run and holler. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for making all things new. Thank you for making me new. Thank you for washing me. Thank you for cleansing me. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name, Lord. So the word that came to make all things new has made us new creatures. We who have been born of the water and of the spirit are new creatures in Christ. His word dwells in us. Did you get that? His word dwells in us. And because his word dwells in us, we cannot pass away. Why? Because his word cannot pass away and his word is dwelling in us. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not. We are new creatures in Christ. We walk in the newness of life. And just as death has lost dominion over Christ, death has lost dominion over us. Death has lost dominion over us because the word dwells in us. The word is in us. The word that was made flesh is in us. The word that suffered, bled, and died is in us. The word that laid on, they laid him in the tomb, on the third and on the third day, the word rose again for us. The Word made us new. The Word made us new. The Word made all things new. By His blood, we has made us new. By His pain, by His agony, by His misery, He has made us new. And all you have to do is just repent. All you have to do is just baptize. be baptized in the name of the Word. All you have to do is have His Word dwelling in you. And the Word of God dwells in you richly. My, his word shall, I shall hide in my heart that I might not sin against him. I'm just understanding that now. His word is dwelling in me so I can't sin against him. Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I might not sin against. His word is in you. You can't sin. Your soul cannot sin. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. We cannot pass away because the one who sent his word and the one who is the word dwells in us. We are healed and delivered by his word dwelling in us. We are healed and delivered by his word dwelling in us. us. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwelleth in you? Don't you know the word of God dwells in you? The spirit of God that sent the word to prosper and to make all things new has made us new. I can't say it enough. We are new creatures in Christ. Therefore, we are living proof of what the word of God can do. We are living proof that his word will not return unto him void. Because you know why? He sent his word, his word is in us, and we're coming back to him full of his word. His word is not returning unto him void, is it? No, it's not. Therefore, we are living proof that his word will not return unto him void. The word did, in fact, accomplish what it was sent to do. We are products of the word of God. We are products of the word of God. We are the prosperity of God. We are his workmanship. We are bought with a price. We've been bought with the blood of the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God sent his word to heal us and deliver us from destruction and his word cannot return unto him void. He sent his word and healed them and deliver them from destruction. God sent his word and we are healed. God sent his word and we are delivered. You ain't got to pray, Lord, heal me. You're healed. You ain't got to pray, Lord, deliver me. You're already delivered. God sent His Word and made us new. And not only are we healed, not only are we delivered, not only has His Word made us new, one day by the power of the Word, we shall have new bodies. We shall have new bodies. As we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. The image of the earthy is that old corrupted body that was crucified with Christ. The image of the heavenly body is the new incorruptible body that walks in the newness of Christ Jesus. Behold. I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in a twinkling of an eye at the last trump. For the trump shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. For this, incorrup- this corruption must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality, yeah. then shall be brought to pass the saying it is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. Hallelujah. Death, you got defeated by the blood. Yeah. Death, you got defeated by the word. Yeah. Death, where is your sting now? Yeah. Grave, where are you can't take me? You can't take me because the word has set me free. Yeah. The word has delivered me. The word has healed me. The word has freed me from the bondage of sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thank God which giveth us the victory through our Lord and Jesus Christ. Because yeah. the sting of death is sin and the strength of death is the law. Oh, but thanks be to God. Yes. Yes, sir. Thanks be to God which giveth us the victory to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes. So here we see more proof what the word was sent to accomplish by the word. We ought We shall all be changed by the word. The dead in Christ shall rise. By the word, corruption shall put on incorruption. By the word, mortality shall put on immortality. By the word, death shall lose its sting. By the word, the grave shall lose its grip. And by the word, new creatures in Christ shall have the victory through their Lord and Savior and their Deliverer, Christ Jesus. Oh, thank God for the word. Thank God for his word. Thank God for his word that was made flesh. Thank God for his word that carried that that cross up that hill. Thank God for his word that that suffered, bled and died. Thank God for his word. 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 word. Because by his word he's made all things new. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He sent his word to make old things pass away and to make all things new. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, behold, the tabernacle of God is with men and he shall dwell with them. And they shall be his people and God, oh, God himself, God himself shall be with them and be their God. God himself shall be with us. We will see God we will see him as he is. And not only will we see him as he is, we shall be like him. Oh, but when we see, our eyes will see the nail prints in his hands. Our eyes will see the piercing in his side. Our eyes will see the prints in his feet. Our eyes will behold the glory of God. The word that was made flesh, full of grace and truth. We shall see him as he is. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes and there shall be no more death neither sorrow nor crying neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away and he that sat upon the throne said behold I make all things new hallelujah. let's give the Lord some praise let's give him some praise hallelujah 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory to your name, Lord. Lord. Father, we thank you you, for this word. We thank you for your promises. We thank you for the word that was made flesh. We thank you for the word that suffered, bled and died. Thank you, Lord, for your word in Jesus' name. Anyone in need of prayer this morning? Anyone in need of prayer?